This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, September 21st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. USDA won't diminish ERS. SNAP waiver rules would move the needle. EU touts soybean purchases. U.S. Department of Agriculture says relocations won't reduce agencies. Deputy Agriculture Secretary Steve Sensky promises that the relocation of the Economic Research Service from the nation's capital will do nothing to minimize or diminish the role of the two agencies. Former ERS Administrator Susan Offit said on a webinar yesterday with Sensky that the evidence she has seen thus far leads us to suspect this is a move intended to still the voice of ERS as an independent and objective agency and focus on commodity work. USDA's fiscal 19 budget proposed well before the relocation plan call for cutting ERS in half and focusing its work on agriculture production issues. Sensky asked to appear on the webinar after it had already been set up with Offit and former USDA Research Undersecretaries Catherine Wadeke and Gail Buchanan. Sensky seemed to suggest at one point that the new home could be close to D.C. He said USDA's leadership is cognizant that the USDA has available space in suburban Beltsville, Maryland, where the Agriculture Research Service is based. But he also made clear that all options are still on the table, including spaces the agency already owns in several states. Sensky also indicated that USDA was open to getting stakeholder input on the relocations. Research organizations have been pushing Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue to at least provide some opportunity for the public to comment on the plan before the department moves forward. Welfare reform advocates would welcome waiver changes. Welfare reform advocates who have been pushing Congress to tighten food stamp work rules say they'd welcome farm bill provisions, making it harder for states to get waivers from the requirements. That would certainly move the needle toward emphasizing an importance on work that's not there now, according to Jason Turner, the executive director of the Secretary's Innovation Group, a coalition of state agency leaders. But Robert Doerr, a welfare reform specialist with the American Enterprise Institute, says that tightening the waiver rule does nothing to increase the number of adults subject to the work rules as the House Pass Farm Bill would do. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue says tougher waiver requirements would be enough to get him to recommend that President Trump sign a new bill. However, it's not clear that Republicans can get Senate Democrats to agree to go even that far. Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts said this week that negotiators are still at an impasse on the issue. Says the European Union, see, we're buying more U.S. soy. Back in July, President Trump touted a promise he got from European Union leaders to ramp up their purchases of U.S. soybeans. Now, EU Agriculture Commissioner Phil Hogan is offering proof that Europeans are following through on that pledge. EU says member countries imported about 1.47 million metric tons of U.S. soybeans from July 1st through mid-September, a 133% increase from roughly 360,000 tons in the same period a year ago. Hogan said, I welcome the latest trade figures which show that we are delivering on the commitment made to increase trade, particularly in relation to soybeans. 
This reflects both our long-standing trade relationship and the potential to achieve so much more by working together to build on that relationship. Now, keep in mind, the increased sales also reflect the fact that European buyers have been getting a good deal since U.S. prices began dropping in reaction to the trade war between the U.S. and China. Brazil is traditionally the largest soybean supplier to the EU, but not this year. Chinese importers have been shunning U.S. soybeans and buying up as much of the Brazilian crop as possible since China slapped a 25% tariff on U.S. soybeans. Blue Dog's rule agenda points to middle. The Blue Dog Democrats' first rule legislative agenda largely steers clear of hot-button issues while calling for enactment of a new farm bill and improvements to health care. Most notably, there's no mention of a single-payer health care or the Medicare for All concept that is being pushed by many Democratic candidates this year. The Blue Dogs support the expansion of Medicaid for the poor, but say a broader solution for the uninsured will have to have bipartisan support. Arizona Representative Tom O'Halloran, who chaired the Blue Dog Special Rule Agenda Task Force, told reporters this needs to be a bipartisan process. It can't just be one party pushing it. What matters? Blue Dogs could have more influence in the next Congress, especially if Democrats hold the House by a narrow majority. But there is no sign in this agenda of the partisan fire that marks the GOP's House Freedom Caucus, which has repeatedly challenged the Republican leadership. But the Blue Dogs could still flex plenty of muscle if they choose to. O'Halloran said the Blue Dogs' agenda was developed separately from the rural outreach effort of the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, the political arm of House Democrats. Some evidence of better dicamba use. New numbers suggest farmers did a better job this year of managing their use of dicamba. Bayer says it receives 75% fewer inquiries from growers and applicators about off-target movement of Extendibax, its dicamba-based herbicide, at this growing season compared to last year. The number of inquiries fell from 2,767 to 695. With 50 million acres treated with extended max this year, the number of inquiries translates to about 14 per million acres compared to about 111 per million acres last year. The company also said it saw better compliance with label requirements this season. EPA is expected to issue a decision in the next few weeks on whether to register dicamba for continued use. The herbicide is also produced and sold by BASF under the trade name Ingenium. Here's today's He Said It. Almost everything you can think of that allows our urban areas to be strong comes from rural areas. That Representative Tom O'Halloran of Arizona. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, September 21st. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dowling.